clouds of praise right there.
Just give me you. I hope I'm not too late. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Lord, give me you. Will a man rob God in his tithes and his offering? Today is called Examine Yourself Day. Nobody but you can examine yourself. God has given us 100% of our income, and all he asks us to do is just give him 10% of it. So let us just examine ourselves and see the clothes that we have on. Are they stolen? the shoes, the perfume. Just examine ourselves. And we can only ask ourselves and be honest to God. Today is a new beginning. A new beginning to get right. Because God says he's not waiting on us. We're thinking that we're waiting on him. But God said, I'm waiting on you all to be blessed to open up the windows of heaven and pour us out that blessing that we won't even have enough room to receive it all. And it's just not about money. It's about everything of our lives. So today is a new beginning. We have our youth center that we are getting ready to build, and it takes money. So let us examine ourselves. Do we want this for our children, to keep them off the streets? Do we want to treat, teach them what God has for us? So let us examine ourselves. Let us go into prayer. Ashes, you can come forward. Oh, gracious Father God, we just want to say thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for just loving on us when we didn't even know how to love ourselves. Lord, we just love you. We adore you. We magnify you because it's all about you, Father. Lord, we ask you to touch the ones that's giving, Lord God, and touch the ones that has a desire. Meet their needs, Father, that they can be able to be under the umbrella of you, Father. So, Father, we just thank you that you are allowing us to be able to sow our tithes and offering into the kingdom of God. Lord, we ask you to continue to pour your blessing out upon each and every one of us, Lord. Continue to enlarge our territory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen.
control. I got Satan on my trail, but I'm singing all this well. He's attacking every day, but I'm watching while I pray. No matter the attack, I won't turn back. Put 
Lord. We thank God for the blood of Jesus. And we want to welcome all of you in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Please permit me to say thank you to everyone that helped us yesterday with our leadership workshop. We have over 100 people in the house and we thank God for every one of you. Amen. It is a blessing. It's always good to come together and learn and reason and get a picture of where we are going as a church. And with God's help, everything will be all right. Amen. Do we have any guests in the house this morning? Praise the Lord. Glad to see all of our pastors in the house. Pastor Benny Edison, we love you. Pastor Greg Tinney, this afternoon, he's having his pastor's anniversary. I believe this is probably the eighth or ninth. Well, let's just add one more to it. Ten. <laughs> just put it on. At Second Nazarene, at three o'clock, as many of you as wants to come and celebrate this man of God, let's go out and rejoice with him for what God has done in his life. Amen. Amen. Our sanctuary choir will be singing for us. Amen. Amen. Now you have. You have become the star of the community. We thank God for you. Amen. And all these great musicians, they're going to come and bless us with their gifting. Amen. So I won't have to preach too long. <laughs> That's the trick of the train. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I will be there with the choir. And we invite as many of you as are able to come. Let's join Pastor Tinney. He's been faithful, even not just in his church, but in this church. Amen. Amen. I want to say thank you to all of you who helped us with the movies. Sister Deborah and the rest of the gang, we are grateful, grateful, grateful. It was a good time just to fellowship. And they even have some popcorns and some chicken wing or whatever. What's the difference? So <laughs> but to God be the glory. We enjoyed ourselves in the Lord. So I'm told what we had was smoked sausage. So. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, we welcome all of our brothers and sisters on the internet. Uh, it's a good day to be blessed. Thank you for coming out. Never let the weather control your life. So, 
is a day the Lord has made and we have every reason to rejoice. Now let's all stand and say hello to one another. You know what Paul says, say greet one another with a holy kiss. Isn't that something? sister, her mama just gone on to be with the Lord, and amen, but God is still good, amen, and the Lord will take good care of you, and we are so grateful to God that that woman of God knew God for herself. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. If you have your Bible with you, will you please stand with us as we read few scripture? And then we want to thank God for Pastor Robert. Amen. Looking good and, and healthy. 
God is faithful. The book is in Mark, chapter 17. I'm sorry, 16. We're going to read verse 17 and 18. Thank you, choir, for singing. The devil cannot have a family. Amen. I receive that in the name of Jesus. Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and verse 18. The Bible said, And these signs shall follow them that believe. Do I have any believer in the house? Amen. I want the whole world to see you. Do I have any believer in the house? Amen. Praise God. Glad to see Reverend Reeves. Yep. I like that shirt. Amen. The Bible said these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Some people just welcome them in. We are supposed to cast them out. Run them out of your house. Run them out of your neighborhood. Amen. He said in my name, you shall speak with new tongues. Hallelujah. He said, in my name, they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. In that precious name of Jesus, you shall lay hand on the sick. <laughs> and the sick shall not may recover it shall recover let's pray father I thank you for this precious day thank you for the body of Christ that are gathered here Holy Spirit show yourself strong in this house this is your church these are your people this old earth is the Lord's. Glorify yourself in this house. Let the word of God go forth. In the precious name of Jesus, let's witness miracles, signs and wonders. Lord, I thank you for ministering to everyone under the sound of my voice. Thank you for those who are in bereavement. You are ministering to them also. Thank you for healing them. Thank you for comfort. Thank you for strength. Lord, touch our heart this morning in a special way. In the precious name of Jesus. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
I want to talk on the subject titled, In the Name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The name Jesus is not unfamiliar with most of us here. You will recall a long time ago, an angel was sent to a young lady by the name Mary. Am I in the book? And the angel said to Mary, you're blessed and highly favored. Sister girl, you're going to conceive and bring forth a child. And then he proceeded to tell Mary, the name of that child shall be called Jesus. In case you don't know, that name was ordered and customized by God himself. When God gives you a name, you know there must be something special about it. Am I right about that? The name Jesus means Jehovah is our salvation. Jehovah is our salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to know that the name was inherited. And the name, ladies and gentlemen, was achieved by Jesus himself. And the name, ladies and gentlemen, was conferred upon him. When I said the name was inherited, I'm, I'm talking about the fact that Jesus is the son of God. So you have children, I have children. It is not uncommon for our children to inherit from their parents. So that name was inherited from God. That name, ladies and gentlemen, was achieved because he went on the cross. And he paid a very tough price so that you and I might be redeemed back to God. Am I right about it? It's no coincidence that God rewarded him by exalting him and giving him a name. And that name is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every name must bow. Where that don't come free, he achieved it. He paid the price for it. And that is why God conferred that name upon him. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to know in the book of Colossians chapter 3 verse 17, the Bible says that name is not just a name. The Bible says whatever you do in words or in deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. 
Now you can see now why it's important that we study that name. Because everything you do, in words, in deed, it must be done in the name of Jesus. The book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 13 says, Whatsoever you shall ask, in my name, he said, I will do it. There's something about that name. God said, whatever you do, it must be done in the name of Jesus. Now we're hearing, if you ask anything in that name, God said, I will do it. In the book of St. John, chapter 14, verse 14, Jesus said again, if you ask anything in my name, he said, I will do it. Wouldn't it be foolish for you to be living your life without the name of Jesus? So many references in the word of God saying it over and over again. We see it again in the book of St. John, chapter 16, verse 23. Jesus again said to the people, he said, in that day, you shall ask me nothing. But verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, God will do it for you. There is something about the name of Jesus. So it means, ladies and gentlemen, the name of Jesus is on the line. When it comes to living, you cannot do without this. So part of my assignment is to mature you as a believer so that the devil will not take advantage of you. The Bible says, behold the devil like a roaring lion. He's going to and fro, that's right, sister. Looking for somebody to whoop, the, to whoop them. Jesus. Hallelujah. So you need to be quick. So it's not if he will come. He is coming. But I want you to be ready. And the secret to whooping the devil is in the name of Jesus. Say amen to that. Again, we see in the book of Acts, chapter 3, beginning from verse number 1, the Bible says Peter and John, these are preachers, you know, they were going to church. In fact, the Bible made it clear they were going to prayer meeting. And then when they got to the church, there was a man in front of the door of the church. The gate is called beautiful. Hallelujah. 
That's a good location to hang out. Get away from ugly gates. Find you a gate called beautiful. Amen. Every now and then you ought to look at your spouse and say, baby, you're beautiful. I them lost half of the church. Spend most of your time just bickering. I just say, beautiful. Amen. Even if, if, even if it's not beautiful, say it by faith. <laughs> and say, baby, you are beautiful. The gate was beautiful. And bless God, the preachers show up, two of them. And this man has never walked in his life. He was lame from birth. And the Bible said the man was begging for nickels and dime. I can stop there and preach. Many people never make it in life. Because their mindset is a mindset of nickels and dimes. You'll be amazed how many people are created to be winners, to be homeowners, to own your own business, to employ others to work for you. But because of small thinking, you have settled down just to get by. He was asking for arms. He was asking for help. But look what he was asking for. Nickels and dimes. Be careful who you hang around. Because the reason why he was begging for nickels and dimes. Is because he lives in an environment. Where everybody is begging for nickels and dimes. Just think about it. When was the last time you see somebody by the side of the road with a sign say, help me? You will never see $1,000 there. They never can think that. But I did it one day. I never told my wife about it because I don't want to be crucified. But I was just driving. And the Holy Spirit said, give him some money. Well, in my mind, I'm thinking about $10, $20. The Holy Spirit said, everything in your pocket, give it to him. It was a thousand bucks. I was surprised. <laughs> and he was surprised. And then he asked me, he said, uh, you gave me a lot, I have to remind him, yeah, I know what I did. Can you take it? Right. Oh, he said, oh, yes. <laughs> he just never expected. Ladies and gentlemen, notice what Peter said in Acts chapter 3, verse 6. He said, silver and gold I don't have. But such as I have. What did he have? The name of Jesus. 
The very thing I'm preaching to you today. Peter said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and start walking. Now, you'll be surprised how many people will hear directly from a man of God or a woman of God, and you'll just say, well, I don't know about that. And the reason why many people could rise up in life is because they never believed God. They've heard enough sermon. They've heard enough teaching from Sunday school, from church school. But it comes in here and it goes out there. It takes faith in God. If somebody have enough courage to say, I've got a feeling, everything will be all right. It won't work for you unless you have the courage to believe. Luke chapter 1 verse 45 says, Blessed are those who believe. For there shall be a performance in their life. Many people have been going to church since 1902. But they are still believing God for dew drops. Yet Jesus said, I have come. That you might have life, not El Chipo, abundant life. God is my witness. Anybody that hang around me, I want to make sure they're thinking big. There's no more room on earth for small mind. If you're going to think at all, think big. Believe God for the best for you. Believe God for the best for your family. Believe God for the best in your business. Believe God for the best in your career. You're not just a school teacher. You're the best school teacher God ever made. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this man, sure enough, he heard, got up, and sure enough, he got up. And the Bible says he started to walk. And the Bible says he started to leap for joy. He was dancing all over the place. You'll be amazed how many people have been going to church since the day of Shadrach, Meshach, and Bad Negro. They'd never had a reason to dance in the church. Just as your own self. Well, Rev, you don't know. In our kind of church, we don't die. That's why all of you broke. Hey, don't turn me off. Sometimes you have to praise God on credit. <laughs> the songwriter said, don't wait till the battle is over. You can shout now. You can dance now. Hallelujah anyhow. Because you're praising God on credit. This man has a reason to shout. Then you know how things are. The church folks, they begin to have a secret meeting. They were trying to figure out. We know he was lame. We saw him at the gate every Sunday. 
None of them could happen. But I'm true man of God. And that's what I'm going to be preaching about this month. I will... I was going to be preaching something else at Pastor Tennis Church, and somebody fooled around and sent me the program. That was this morning. And then I saw they had their own theme. I said, okay, let me not break the protocol and just follow their theme. And their theme is that they want me to talk about the man of God. Mm Mm-hmm. It takes a man of God to speak life. There are many people that profess to be men and women of God. They're just blowing smokes. No power. No anointing. Apostle Paul said, I have not come to you with eloquence of speech. I've come in demonstration of the power of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The apostles have to explain to these church folks in Acts chapter 3, verse number 16. He said, here is the reason why this man is walking today. He said, it's all about the name of Jesus. He said, through faith in the name. That is why this man is before you are walking today. Again, you see how important the name of Jesus is. Please take note. His name, not just his name, but faith in his name. Many people preach about the name of Jesus. Many people sing about the name of Jesus. But they have no faith in the name. Peter said it takes more than just knowing about the name of Jesus. Through faith in the name of Jesus. Then you see in Acts chapter 4 verse 13, they summoned Peter and John. Now the preachers are in trouble. And they noticed something about them. They notice their boldness. They notice also they are unlearned. And they notice that these disciples are ignorant, ignorant men. I can stop them preach because this thing I'm teaching you today will work even if you're ignorant. There's hope for everybody here. <laughs> the name of Jesus. You don't need to know Greek and Hebrew. You don't need to be an expert in the Bible. Those big shots knew, they, they listened to them, they said, these are a bunch of ignoramus. And yet, the name of Jesus worked for them. You better say amen to that. There's hope for you and me. So, they muffled. They, they perceived they have been with Jesus. So they have to meet and say, okay, what do we do to these ignorama boys? We know they, they've never been to school. The way they talk, their English is, is kind of ebonics, you know. 
So notice what they said in Acts chapter 4, verse 17. They said to one another, those church folks, they say, so that we prevent this from spreading all over town. We will want them to speak no more in the name of Jesus. I'm giving you reason why you have to begin to use that name. Every day, don't let 24 hours pass by without invoking the power and the authority in the name of Jesus. If you look at the next verse, Acts, Acts chapter 4 verse 18, they told those disciples, never, never speak again. Don't teach, that's right. In the name of Jesus. Well, as a theologian, something caught my eyes. Notice they said nothing about the miracles. It don't bother them. If you have church, it don't bother them. If you have good singing, if you have a good time, it don't bother them. Even there's some miracles in your audience. But one thing they know can be a game changer is the name of Jesus. I'm trying to help somebody. So this, they believe if we can stop the name of Jesus, then we can stop the miracles. And many of us, we are lacking abundance of miracles because we don't know the power and the authority in the name of Jesus. Notice what happened when you teach something, understanding comes. And when understanding comes, faith comes. Remember we are told there is power in the name, especially if you have faith in the name. So the people of the world had enough sense. If we can stop the teaching, then nobody will understand about the name of Jesus. And if they don't understand, the revelation will not come. And if they don't have no revelation, they cannot have faith in what they don't understand. So I believe with all my heart I can teach you about the name of Jesus. And when I teach you about the name of Jesus, faith will come. I'm believing God this will be an exception. You know, we talk about American exceptionism. That's why you see people trying to run through the water and fly over and jump and get in the canoe to get here. Because there's something unique and special about this country. And yet many people who are born and raised here, they can't even see it. They are born in poverty, they live in poverty, and they died in poverty. You got to see, you got to get a revelation about the name of Jesus. I didn't ask you to just sing about it. I didn't ask you to just talk about it. But when you know that you know that you know there is power 
in that name. And what will the name do? The Bible tells you, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, in my name, I will do it. Notice what happens in the name. The name, the name, the name. In his name, he told you, you can cast out demons. Instead of you to do that, then you will call me. I see my office is Mr. Cast Out Demon. But this sign shall follow who? The, the preacher? No. Anyone that will believe. You are a candidate to cast out every demon in your house. I never will forget. <laughs> I was in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And I came to the house and I'm hearing some funny noise. Just hearing noise and movement. So I knew all the kids are going to school. I knew my wife is going to school. I was wondering, what's going on in here? And bless God, I, I didn't have a gun way back then. I do now. <laughs> oh, glory. I'm hearing all this funny noise. So in my mind, somebody's in that house. So I'm trying to catch him. Finally, the Lord spoke to me and said, there's a demon in the house, not somebody. And guess what I had to do? In the name of Jesus. Are you all still here? God is my witness. This land that you are sitting right now, it was subject to demonic attack. They were going to use this property to build a hotel. Are you listening to me? I'm not playing with you. You were there, Reverend. You, you. There was another brother. We came. It was just grasses here. And what did we do to the ground? We anointed the whole ground. We all, that brother, I never will forget him. If I'm going to, what's his name? Kenny Berry. If I'm going to hang out with somebody, I want somebody who, who believe God for miracles. I want somebody who have the audacity to cast out every devil. While everybody's dancing around, they're going to have meeting where they, they have all these recommendations to me, you know. They say, well, since we cannot get this, we need to take our old church and just cut the side of it. Cut both sides. So we expand it. Once you hear from God, confer with no flesh. Believe God for your own miracle. God said it. 
it is settled. In my name, in that name, you can cast out the devil. Every now and then I tell people, they see the glory. They have no clue the battles that were fought in the spirit. In that name, the Bible said, you can speak with new tongues. In that name, the Bible said, if you find yourself among serpents, and in case you don't know, there are snakes in the church. Hey, don't turn me up. No, you don't you're not used to this kind of preacher. Python spirit trying to chunk your life while you're trying to sing for Jesus. He said, no serpent will be able to hurt you. He said, if you happen to drink anything Only God knows how many poison you and I, you think you're eating chicken. You poison your own. That's right. <laughs> you will not believe how many poison, how many toxins, stuff that we knowingly, intentionally inside into our system. But God. In the name of Jesus. If you drink any deadly poison. All those soda. Yes I said it. Many of them are designed to kill you. Mm -hmm. But thank God for Jesus. There is power in that name. And if you don't get it, if you think eating boudin is good for you, if you think that's eating those crack, crack, crackling, that's right, help me, Pastor. If you can see that the devil is trying to take you out, you ought to at least see you can lay hand on the sick. That's right, sister, they shall recover. The question is, when are we going to believe God? Are we just going to be reading the Bible? But are we, are we going to have the courage to believe God? Sometimes you have to lay hand on your own self. What is the message? There is power in the name of Jesus. Am I right about it? There is salvation in the name of Jesus. There is healing in the name of Jesus. You know what prompted me to be preaching like this? I was calling a friend of mine out of town. I said, I have to go to church because there's a funeral. So I have to go there and encourage the people. So I said, I cannot talk right now. He said, guess what I'm doing? I said, no, I don't know. You live in another state. He said, I'm going to the funeral. 
Then he said, you know what is so strange about this? He said, guess what my wife is doing? I said, I don't know. I said, my own wife is with me. We're both going to the funeral. He said, well, my wife is going to another funeral. You know what I'm trying to tell you? People are dying too much. And it's time out for foolishness. Time out for just having religion. Time out for just having a surface knowledge. The Bible said, lay hand on the sick. Especially if you see somebody who have not lived the promise of God. An elderly person who has lived a f- f- full life. That's it. Celebrate that. The day of death is better than the day of birth. But the Bible says, why should you die before your time? That's where the name of Jesus comes handy. There is healing in that name. There's deliverance in that name. Everything you need is in that name. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9, put it this way. God has highly exalted him and given him a name. And that name is above every name. And then the Bible says, not is it only above every name. It says, at the name of Jesus, every name must bow. Are you still here? In other words, the name of Jesus is above sicknesses. The name of Jesus is above depression. The name of Jesus is above schizophrenia, paranoia. The name of Jesus is above cancer. Any, any ugly thing the devil is trying to send to you, send it back to the sender in the name of Jesus. That means Jesus' name has authority. And the Bible tells you of things in heaven, of things on earth, of things under the earth. What's in heaven? Angels. The name of Jesus is above every angel. What's on earth? People. So all those player haters in your life, you can put them under your feet. What is under the earth? Demons. No demon can mess with you when you know the authority and power in the name of Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, at the name of Jesus, every knee, every knee, every knee, are you listening to me? Every knee, knees of cancer, knees of heart disease, knees of leukemia, every knee. Every knee, every knee shall bow. I'm telling you, when you got hold of that name, you come into a room and demons will start to run. The Bible says demons actually tremble at the mention of that name. Ain't that something? 
Some of these demons, you can't even see them. But they're in your bedroom. But if you're not sure, just begin to say that Jesus, 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 early in the morning, Jesus, late in the midnight hour, Jesus. Are you all still here this morning? I'm trying to help somebody. So at the name of Jesus, you can be saved. At the name of Jesus, you can be healed. At the name of Jesus, you can be delivered. If your back is against the wall, what do you need to do? Call on the name. Have you any river that you cannot channel through? Call on the name of Jesus. If your money is funny, oh, I'm preaching now. Call on the name of Jesus. Rent are due. Your credit is jacked up. You better open your mouth and say, Jesus, Jesus. Out of no way. I need you right now. Jesus, you help me before. You can help me again. Jesus, somebody shout, Jesus. If you're on your way to hell and you know in your heart, that if Jesus don't save you, you're going down and going down fast. There's not always a preacher around, but you got a mouth. I said you got a mouth. You got a mouth. I got a mouth. All God's children. Oh, I didn't preach myself happy. Jesus, I need you right now. The Bible says, because whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, what will happen to them? That's right, Brother Deacon. That person, that man, that woman shall be saved. The Bible didn't say, call on Reverend Doctor willing to do call on Jesus if you don't know how to do it call the elders let the elder come and anoint your behind with all let the elder pray a prayer of faith and a prayer of faith will save the sick and if you have done anything wrong the Lord will forgive you I am a witness it don't matter how low you've gone. God will forgive you. God will restore you. God will make a way. God will heal your body. Somebody shout Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood. She got restored. 
is not the clothes. There is no power in Jesus' clothes. But there is power in the name of Jesus. The woman of Maine, she was on her way to the graveyard. And Jesus showed up and touched the casket. And the boy in the casket came alive again. They ran out of food. There was only a little boy with two fish and five loaves of bread. Oh, Lord. Somebody said, what can we do with only five loaves? We've got thousands of people here. But thank God for the power. In the name of Jesus, everybody was fed and they had some leftover. That's what we call running over anointing. That's what we call more than enough. I pray for you today. Too many of us have been living in a land of just enough. I speak life into your situation. I speak life into your family. I speak life over your children. I speak life on your job. I speak life in your career. I running over anointing shall be your portion. You shall have more than enough. Oh, the Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. He wants to be good in your life. He wants to be good in your home. He wants to be good to your family. He wants to be good to your ministry. He wants to be good to your business. He wants to be good to your career. Somebody shout, Jesus! Everybody stand to your feet. Hallelujah. I thank God for the power there is in the name of Jesus. Pastor, one of you come up here and lead us. Hallelujah. We want to go to the Lord and pray. He said, everything you ask in my name, he will do it. Is there anybody here that don't have something to ask God for? Were you in the wrong church? This is a hospital. And Dr. Jesus is on duty today. Man of God, come and pray for us. Find somebody next to you. Hold your hand. Let's agree. Heavenly Father, as it is stated in the 24th book of Psalms, it says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas, established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hills of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands. He that has clean hands. He that has clean hands and pure heart. 
who has not lifted up his soul into vanity nor sown deceitfully. He shall receive the blessings of the Lord and righteousness of his salvation. Look, this is the generation that seek thy faith, O Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. God, you have, you have stated to us that you have the deed of ownership. And because you have the deed of ownership, Lord, it loses, allows us to come to you and to just say thank you. God, you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And all over the building, somebody ought to be shouting right about now because you woke us up this morning. You started us on our way. You gave us our health, our strength. And because of that, we say thank you. God, you said in John 3.16, For God shall love the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And for that we say, thank you. You just went to the 23rd and you said, the Lord is my shepherd. And then there are benefits that we can reap by you being our shepherd because you boldly say, I shall not want. A lot of us are wanting because we have not yet allowed you to shepherd us. But right now, before your presence, Lord, I stop by to just say, shepherd me right now. And any way you bless me, I'm going to be satisfied. Lord, we just thank you for, for, for a brand new mercy. We thank you for the word of God that has been boldly spoken. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for our life, our health, our strength. And Lord, you said in your word to, that, 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 that you make our enemies our footstool. Please, Father, right now, put the enemy upon our feet, Father. We ask you, Lord, that you will continue to bless Zion here. Continue to allow the word to be spoken boldly. And, and Lord, we just ask you to bless Pastor Dara and his wife. Lord, we, we ask you, Lord, that you would just put your loving arms around the head of this, 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 this church. Knowing that you're above him, but Lord, he's under shepherd upon you, and you have sent him here to, to proclaim and live the true word of God. We ask you, Lord, right now to have your way. Please, Lord, somebody uh, uh, didn't make it this morning, but you see fit to wake us up. That's enough to shout about right there. Somebody couldn't pay their bills, but yet you see fit to pay them for them. That's enough to shout about right there. And God, we know that no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. Creating us a clean heart, renewing us the right spirit, let us start loving one another and stop hating one another. Let us start building one another up and stop tearing one another down. You ain't heard me. God, we just say thank you. And Father, when you've done everything you could do, even though we're not worthy of your blessings, when, you, when, you, when you've directed and ordered our steps, we just ask you, Lord, to please her to have mercy. We thank you for, for Jesus who died on the cross. No one took his life, but he gave it that we might have the right to the tree of life. And because of that, we say thank you. And God, as we end this prayer, but never leave your presence, 
We got to understand in the midst of our troubles, our trials, our tribulations, our ups, our weeping. You said weeping may endure. You ain't heard me. For a night. But look, this the big thing. The benefit of it is say joy. Somebody say joy. Joy. Somebody say joy. Joy. Somebody say joy. Unspeakable joy. Somebody say joy. Merciful joy. Somebody say joy. Because the God we serve, he's worthy. Somebody say worthy. He's worthy to be praised. We thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. And we lift you up. It is in Jesus' name that we do thy praise. And all of God's children boldly say amen. Come on, say it one more time. Amen. Now say it like you really mean it. Amen. One for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. We want to thank everyone that came out. Praise the Lord. And if you're in here, praise God, and you don't have a church home, the doors of the church is open. We want to welcome you, praise the Lord, where you can be fed the word of God and your spirit can grow. Amen. So if you're in here, praise God, we'd ask you to come. Amen. After we release, amen. And we just want to thank you and look at your neighbors. I thank God for you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And amen. We actually praise God if you want to meet the pastor. Amen. After I pray, praise God. We ask you to come up. Praise the Lord. And meet him. Praise God. Hug on him. Love him. And like he always said, you can kiss him. Amen. No, we don't want you to kiss him. Amen. But <laughs> amen. Pray, Lord. Father God, we thank you. We praise you, Lord God. We ask you, Lord, continue to lead us and guide us, Lord God, and help us to apply the word that we heard this morning, Lord, that we not only be hearers, but we be doers of your word, Lord, and signs shall follow us, Lord God, as we leave this sanctuary, Father God. Help us to be that light, Father God, in a dark world, Father God. Father God, we praise you, we glorify you, we lift up your name, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen.